Dark it's white behind the dark old corner of the cellar stairs. More powerful than the masochist. Safer than what we go through in the long run. Better than what could have been. Jean Fanella, singer and songwriter, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. And it's a beautiful Wednesday, March 1st, and I am one day early on getting this recording done because I've been telling you the wrong date it goes out on, I think. I've been putting it out on Thursday instead of Friday, and I like to put it out on Friday, so silly, silly me. But, um, This is a good day to get it done because that way tomorrow I won't be so tired and giving my last ounce of energy for the week. I had written a song, Safer Than, which has always been on my mind with so many stories that I see of young women and children of both genders just being horribly sexually abused in so many means, whether it's in the home, out of the home, and places where you're supposed to be safe, human trafficking, um, sexual abuse just seems to be the worst crime in my eye and from what I've researched. And there is so little done about it. And it just sits so heavily on me. And I've shared my experiences for sure. And I just see so many other women's experiences and it just stays with me and obviously there was something I could do about it because it would just sit in the back of my mind almost as a project and I have many songs that I have written about abuse Um, quite a few lately that I've been uh, counting are of sexual abuse and the song safer than I made some adjustments and I call it um, What was the new name I called it? What Could Have Been, I think. Is that what I titled this? Let me just see. I just uploaded the song. Yeah, What Could Have Been. And what that really means is a lot of times when we're abused, and not only will the abusers tell you this, but really society in general and what we're supposed to believe is what's being done to us, it could be worse. And, you know, we should be lucky. Um, and obviously that that's not right. And I put in a lot of examples of this where it's just not acceptable at all but certainly if you can see some of the examples of what we are supposed to accept as being better than let's say human trafficking I think that's the worst tunnel you can go down and then of course you have the other forms of sexual abuse before that um and maybe in uh in line form of of how it would happen to human trafficking but you're not quite taken to that exact place of where all the people are lined up and it's all done but you're still having the same similar things done to you to get to that point which the word would be called grooming um so it's just it's a vicious vicious cycle it's a vicious world and You know, instead of us all hiding in our own corners, I think if we really came together in this, I think we can make much more uh, difference to this 
and being done. And I decided uh, the song I would put on Like a Broken Horse because I seem to be really relating more to the depth of lyrics in my music, which I had said I was going to start to work slower and on the quality because of my uh, degenerative eye disease in both eyes now. And um, though I think my sight is getting better from the peptides, I find I'm a bit more nauseous and the fatigue goes on and off, probably because I would say the nausea is from the the um, everlasting treatment of the peptides that I just finished not too long ago. And, um, and then the fatigue from the degenerative, degenerative eye disease because I feel you're so much more tired and where I have a mild brain injury from anesthesia where my senses, my nerves in my head were burnt from the anesthesia. So my senses were obviously damaged and I would learn to use other parts of my brain to make up for my awareness. But with the degenerative eye disease, it's really hard to do that because it's compromising those senses. So I don't pick up what's around me as much and what's in front of me. So I might not uh, be losing my sight, but the way my brain is reading what's in front of me is being affected more. So um, I don't know if I could, uh, you know, get assistance because these are the issues I'm having right now. Um, I don't foresee me going fully blind as the doctors would read from their books as this is what happens only because I think I took the peptides. Um, I can't think of any other reason and all the other things I do in my life for sure. I know now to take it slower, not put as much on myself, um, put more on myself in a way of um, exercise that keeps me really grounded emotionally and spiritually, which really leaves room for the natural healing in our body. So I am stepping up in that. So, but with that, the work that I'm doing with my music really has become so much more connected to me lyrically and in my, my deepest, deepest depths of writing, which I do find sexual abuse seems to really come up. Sexual abuse, and then of course, in a song like A Broken Horse, just taking someone and trying to control them, period. And um, I think that's just really an important aspect to, um, uh, to keep our minds on and just really try to be aware of that within ourselves and then other people around us, you know, and we, maybe we could just, you know, try to help that way. But yeah, I, I am really happy with the, the lyrics in this. Um, now, when I did it, I actually used a composition from the song Valentine that I put out quite a while ago, a few years ago. And it, it was a love song. And I really liked the composition. I think I did it well. And I was really happy with it. And I thought, what could I use this for? And kind of quickly came Safer Than which is now what could have been. And I thought, okay, you know, it's morally, you know, it's, it's lucky, but the fact that I, I think I could do it, it, it's more of like a, a spoken word, a little bit of a song yet. I mean, I definitely sing to it, but to make it fit, I accepted the fact if I had to go slower in my lyrics, so it would fit in there. And I said, I really think I can see it fitting in there because 
the composition is is a little bit off and I like that it's it's not real traditional and I and obviously my lyrics are not traditional in the sense of my expression which what I love listening to still to this day um, which my podcast does the best on is listening to my artist radio station on Pandora because the other women that write on there and I so appreciate Pandora giving me this gift they write so deep that I can get lost in them and I'm so appreciative to be I don't really hear myself play beside them on my radio station which I suppose is a gift now I mean I have to actually pick a song to hear myself and it's so far a few in between but still um, it gives me a chance to appreciate the lyrical content that these women put out you know sometimes it's more bold I don't think it's to the depths as far as I go now that could be because I'm schooled in literature and because of my experiences and um, my skills of being with other women and interviewing them and networking and doing a, publishing a lot of media under different mediums. And, you know, between the research and being around actual people and uh, networking with them as to their stories, um, that really gives me a huge amount of depth. And because I went to school learning how to research, when I hear these stories out there, I really can tune in to where they're at um, lyrically, but also from experience. And that really helps me really come down bitingly with my lyrics, truthful, but bitingly. And because this country has been letting me put this stuff out, I do appreciate. And because they don't always let me distribute it here, I probably will try with my next um, EP, which is going to be the strongest lyrically, because you get to a point in life, you feel like, why not? Um, You know, this is the time, I have nothing to lose kind of thing. And I will see if I have a problem and I get pulled back on the songs for silly little things like free loops that they will say, um, you know, this, this is copyrighted material and it's not. And I make sure that I go into these loops that are free and give them the links to the projects that I'm working on to make sure that they're aware of what's going on. And I, I don't usually have problems, but, um, you know, now I do, and I'm hoping that this country can really kind of, you know, progress in a positive uh, direction and you know stop trying to close up information that's so important that's shared with people out here we all have brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and grandmothers and children and friends and you know we all love these people the same so why separate this and let all this pain just sit upon each of us in our own corners and deal with it our own way versus come together and deal with it in a positive way and those big guys who maybe supposedly own everything that that makes this happen too, then, you know, we need to not be afraid because let me tell you, when you are afraid for so long, that not afraid part is, is going to kick in at the point where you see how much has been done to you and you say, you know what, I have nothing to lose at this point. And really, if we do it a long time ago 
and way before it gets to the point where you've lost so much. And I know this from experience. You will lose a lot if you don't stop what's happening to you, no matter what it is, dead in its tracks. And I know people think, I'm not talking about people that are locked in their home and they're, you know, they know the plan that they have to take. That's taking steps, even if it's in your mind. I'm talking about you're actually sitting in a position. No, no, that's exactly what I just said, Matt. Please excuse me. I'm talking about the fact that something's been done and it's finished. And you're not quite locked into that, but you're you're traumatized by it. And you're thinking it's better not to say anything. And like I was taught if I was quiet, it was the better thing to do. But it's not the better thing to do. It's just unfortunately that generation was so locked in and didn't have any way to do anything about being safe or they would have been hurt. And I really, truly believe that. But in my generation, it's gotten better where if you say something, you can make a change and your life is not going to be instantly easy. And I can see how if I said things that were done to me back in high school, let's say, how traumatizing my life would have been for me and everyone around me that I love. And, um, but still, I wish I said something, but I know it wouldn't have been easy. But what it should be is today, it should be a lot easier. And things have changed a lot because people like me and you and others out there that are saying things and doing things have made this happen. So it's not as dangerous to come out and say something when it's been done to you. So I'm really, really proud of the work that I'm working on. And like I said, I've been really taking my time. So I hope, they enjoy, I hope that you enjoy this song. And I did a really good, um, really good copy of it. And I will continue to practice it as I'm practicing eight hours I wait and like a broken horse, I seem to be uh, trapped into those two. Um, it seems like the ones that are deep embedded in me are easier for me to do. I don't get as tired because it comes out as such an emotion and it's almost a release and I feel better after I've sang. So this is also an added health benefit, especially for those of you who are having trouble expressing yourselves emotionally. Um, singing seems to really help heal me physically and emotionally. So um, if I can put that in there. So I hope that you enjoyed this week's podcast. And until next time, please stay safe. God bless you. Lori Jean Fanella, singer-songwriter. It's wide behind the dark old corner of the cellar stairs More powerful than the masochist Safer than what we go through in the long run Better than what could have been To put the hands down my blue knees More powerful than the smugglers Safer than what we go through In the long run Better than what could have been
What could have been? 